Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you could nominate, like, someone to be gifted something, PR-wise, what would you, who would you gift and what would you gift them? Um, I would say LED with all of the baby stuff. Just all of it? Just all of it. Because she's got three. She's got triplets. She's got three? Yeah. That's a lot. What about you? I would want Pretty Little Thing. Okay. To do a drop. I don't even think they do men. Do they do menswear? Maybe Boohoo Man. Let's say Boohoo Man. Okay. Boohoo Man. I would love for them to give Reese Creed a drop. Reese Creed. Bit of context, because I don't follow Reese Creed, Limerick, 22, I think he is, 21 or 22. Okay. Iconic icon. Okay. That's all I'll say. His clothes, his outfits, the detail. An iconic icon. <laughs> he would be my idea of heaven to see a haul on. And also because he's so excited about everything. Okay. I can't relate. I don't. Feel, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't relate. I, I, just give Ali J all the baby stuff, please. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you are very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. And I'm Carla. And this week we're talking about claim culture in Ireland. Have you Have you ever needed to make a claim, Carla? Have I ever? No, I've had claims made against me. (laughs) Needed to make a claim. (laughs) To explain. So when I was learning how to drive. Okay. You know, rallying it out of it. Uh, I actually said this in Ikal's podcast when I was on when I was a guest on their podcast. I was explaining the situation, but basically, um, I used to drive my dad's jeep. My dad's jeep was a Land Rover Discovery, so they're really long and really boxy. Okay. So that's the jeep I learned to drive in. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I thought I was shit hot cruising around in my dad's jeep. You know, like yeah, that's fucking automatic, like driving. Um, <laughs> Sorry, can I just interrupt you there just for one second? Automatic yeah. is not driving. <laughs> so I learned. So my sister had a Polo. So my sister's three years older than me. So I learned at seventeen. So Amy would have been twenty, and she got a Polo for her eighteenth birthday. Lucky bitch. This is all pre-recession times. Everybody, this is pre-recession times. There was money in the pot. Um, so I used to, I couldn't get the hang of manual. Right. But my dad was like, you simply have to learn how to drive. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to put your nerves aside. So I, he insured me in the Jeep and the Polo and was like, you'll drive both intermittently until you get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Now, Amy was an absolute RSL, so would never let me drive her car. So I was always, ended up being in the Jeep, but it gave me the confidence to drive. Mm-hmm. But then I also had a few issues. So first one 
was uh, in an estate in Castle, in, what do you call it? Carpo. Mate's estate, reversing, you know, sensors, beep, 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 beep. But you know the way you always think you have a little bit more leeway? Yeah. So was taken off some guy came up and was like sorry you just backed into my car and I was like no I didn't and he was like yeah you did and I was like eh sir no I didn't no I didn't and me and my other mate were in the car and he was like yeah you did I was in the front garden and I was like and he was like lucky I was in the front garden he would have just drove off and left my car the way it is so I hopped out anyway went to look at his bonnet I mean there was not a scratch a baby indent right now it was a Mercedes <clears throat> It was an 07, I'll never forget, it was an 07 Mercedes. Okay. So, brand new. Okay. Wanted a whole new bonnet, two and a half grand. Wow. Two and a half K he took from me and he was a rude arsehole, I'll never forget it. He called me, I was in my bedroom and I remember he called me and he was like, uh, yeah, is this Carla? And I was like, yeah. He was so rude. So anyway, I put him in touch with my dad. So my dad was like, great, we're going to have to pay that one out. And then two months later... I was in the polo this time. Um, I was on the M50. It's so bad. And one, I'll never actually kind of forgive my mate's mum because I wasn't supposed to be on the M50. So I used to take back roads. I used to take back roads from Coolock to Castlenock. And she was like, you can drop her out to the yard. And I remember being like, I've driven less than a 10. And she was like, yeah, you can just swing by Ashburn, drop her out to the yard and then you can come home through the M50. And I was like, fuck it, that's one exit. Fingless exit, Ashburn exit. Okay. So I was like, I'll be one exit on the M50. I'll be grand. Was I grand? Oh, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like you were, Carla. It definitely wasn't. It was a 5 to 10. My driving lesson was a 10. And I decided to try and text my driver. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. At 17. And I floated over. This car was floating over his. Do you know, like he was close his to line. his line. I was close to my line. But I tipped over the line mm-hmm. and took off his wing rear. Another brand new Merc. Oh God! So it was like a long, long running joke of me and Mercedes, and then after that, my dad was like, "You're not allowed in a car without a fully licensed driver." Oh Jesus! So I had to drive with a fully licensed driver for a year until I got my full license. And then obviously, this is back in the day when that rule was never. Uh, you know, you actually did have to if you were a learner, did you? you it was kind of like it was a bit more. It relaxed. was suggested, but it wasn't yeah. imposed. It was just you know what I mean. It was just very like recommended. Like, well, obviously, my dad was like, clearly, there's rules for a fucking reason. You're yeah. after costing me another two and a half k. Oh my god! So, but funny thing is, the guy who I flowed into the lane knew my granddad really well, so he was like, right. just pay for the electrics to be rewired, which like otherwise he could have done us for like fucking serious money because it was yeah. like Mercedes, so he could have been like, he took off the wing mirror, he scratched it, blah blah blah. He's like, just pay for the w- ring- wing mirror to be rewired, but obviously they followed me home because I was coming off the exit. Oh and gosh. they followed me home. My driving instructor was there. It was a fucking mess. Oh, it was such a mess. Jesus. And then the other guy, the prick, the first Merc guy, went bankrupt in the recession. Good oh for God. him. Chuck for him. To play devil's advocate, if you had bought a brand new Merc and some little 17 year old was after backing up in her dad's Land Rover, what would you have done? I not, d- not being a prick. I, I'm, no, I totally get that. But. It looked like if I could, it was like someone's thumb had just gently pressed on it. Right, okay. It was like if you were like pressing into a bit of dough. It wasn't an in, like you you would have to shine a torch on it to see the indent. Right, okay. You would get more in a, in Blanche Car Park. Yeah. Do you it, get me? Or even a panel beater could have probably 
I mean, you could have popped, you could have got a fucking plunger, plunger from the fucking toilet. Yeah. I mean, it was tiny. And one of the lads that I knew was a mechanic and he worked in a Porsche dealership in town. And I remember he came out and I was like, and he was like, no, I'm using my own mechanic. I'm only going to Brady's. I'm only going to Brady's. And I was like, yeah. Robin Bastards, right? Yeah, whatever. Oh. Like he did it so, he was, I, I can't even begin to explain how mean and how horrible he was. Yeah. And I get it. Like it was my fucking fault. But at the same time, I can't begin to explain. I was just like, well, there's your comeuppance, you big prick. Well, I don't agree with anybody being a prick. Like I think there has to be some sort of level of understanding. Unless yeah. if somebody did it intentionally or if somebody got locked and ploughed into your car and... It, yeah. Like, it, if it was the, like... If it wasn't an accident, like if it was an intentional thing. That's the only reason you would have to be a prick in a situation yeah. like that. You'd need to have some sort of understanding. I'm glad it was accent. that. I will say I'm really glad it was that because obviously some really serious accents. I learned my lesson on being on my phone yeah, at the age of yeah, 17. Yeah. Like I learned like and all my friends. Well, a lot of my friends say that I'm a really safe driver. I'm a really clever driver now. Mm. But that's just because I had such a shock to the system. I don't think I've actually ever been in a car with you. I'm no, always you driving. Drive. Yeah, but you like to drive. You're the driver. I just, it's not that I like to drive. I have no fucking choice because I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. That is true. No, we even when we go for food and stuff like that, we always take your car. Yeah. I think it's just because it's closer to the road, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it always is. It's always like, I don't know. It's, it's more convenient. And everyone else, I prefer to drive. Like out of me and yeah. Tom, I drive. That's gas. 24-7. I fucking hate his driving. He's so bad. I don't like being a... Pa- well, I... I don't mind being a passenger with Adam, but I don't like being a passenger in my own car. I don't know what it is. I just don't it's like my own weird, passenger seat. Isn't it? Yeah, you're like, sorry, I'm not used to this. This yeah. is where I put my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly. my stuff. This is, this is my bag seat. <laughs> this is my stuff. Yes. What about you? Um, so you Made a claim or been claimed? <laughs> kind of both. Oh, um, chicken. Do tell. Well, not that I made a claim. So when I was very young, I mm. think I was five, My me and my whole family were in a crash. Oh no. On the N4, where somebody went into the back of us. Now, I don't have much memory of this. Like, I, I, I can say that um, I can give you all the details of it because I actually don't know. Maybe I don't five. know what the, the, yeah, like, five, I don't know what the circumstances, whether it was a, a hard bang or whether, you know. Soft bang. Yeah, soft bang. You know, you know yourself. But this was back in the day, and um, I do remember having to go. I remember it was quite serious because I had to go to a child psychologist. I remember going into the psychologist's office and I wet the bed for years after. Oh my God. Wouldn't want to admit that now. It's so no. funny the way that people still to this day won't admit wet in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I wet the bed for years. Yeah, me, me too. But it was after that crash. So when I turned um, 18, I got a claim worth like, I think it was 13 grand. Wow. Yeah, because of that crash when I was back when I was five, and I ironically bought a car over. Crazy. Yeah, could buy me a little car set, but um, yeah, no, it, like it was obviously a genuine claim. It wasn't like that. It was a dodgy kind of thing or anything. I can't remember. I don't remember any of the other details. Like I know my sister. If I got money, my sister obviously got money. I don't remember her getting her money or my mum and dad getting loads of money or anything like that. But I do remember. Actually, it's funny. I actually remember being in the courts because I remember asking the question about you know the, the white wigs that the barristers wear yeah. and stuff like that. I actually remember all of that, and I remember the psychologist's office because there was two doors. You had to. Oh, it was like you know two conjoining hotel rooms mm-hmm. where you open a room, or you open the door, and then there's another door in front. Yeah, of you. It was one of those like, kind yeah. of situations, yeah. And I remember uh, 
like she was just asking me a lot of questions and I was playing my toys and then I all of a sudden looked up and realised my mum wasn't in the room and I used to be attached to my mum's hip like and I remember screaming from my mum do you know what I mean it, it, it's weird it's like they're the things that yeah. I remember from it um, and then we were on a this oh, actually we didn't make a claim this time which I was surprised at but it was because of the fucking paperwork my parents decided not to so we were on a family trip on the way down to Killarney and the whole car was packed up my dad has a racing bike he's mad into the Tour de France and all that that was on the back that was like you know a, on a bike yeah hold, the rocks yeah, hold yeah, yeah, yeah. on the boot like um, and we were in a dare and we were on the back road stuck in traffic the weather was fucking horrible and next of all, and I, I remember this as well, hearing screeching, you know, as if a car was after jamming on its brakes. Next of all, all of us, the car ploughed into the back of us and our car jutted forward. Now, luckily, my dad was far enough away from the car in front of us that we didn't go into the next car. But the the bang was so loud that the girl in the car before us got out to make sure that we hadn't crashed into horror as well like that's how much of a fucking bang it was after making now luckily all the suitcases and my dad's bike was on the back of the car so we didn't get that much of an impact oh my god Do you know what, what i mean fright though yeah but my sister um was pregnant at the time yeah and i remember see i don't think no none of us were injured that's why we didn't make the claim. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I actually did they don't, settle it in? I don't actually. I would presume they probably did. I actually never asked because of the damage done. Like my dad's bike was fucked. Like he was bringing that down to car. And I felt so sorry for him because he was bringing it down to Killarney to be able to cycle. Like we're going on a little holiday. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but my sister was also pregnant at the time. Oh yeah, I just said that. Um, and like we were just, we were fucking traumatised. Not to mention... Your man was locked. The smell of drink off me. Dad was fuming at him. I just remember when it happened and we, if the car finally stopped moving, me dad just went, you fucking... I've never seen it. Thundering cunt getting out of the car. He was, you fucking bastard. And he went to, he went up to him and your man was after getting out of the car and he was just like, oh, you know all this. Me dad was fuming at him just because, like, me dad doesn't drink so yeah. to be smacked into like that by a drunk, by a drunk driver, driver, yeah. And I couldn't, I could never understand at the time when I was like that because I knew this was before I even got my claim because I was young again, like this was yeah. all before I was eighteen. And I was like, Jesus, why didn't you claim that time? We would have gotten fucking thousands. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what Isn't I mean? It's so funny. My dad was like, Yeah, but none of us are hurt. Like we're fine. Do you know what I mean? And I also remember him saying, I couldn't be fucking dealing with that paperwork again. Couldn't be dealing with that fight again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was so hard for an innocent party to be able to compen- get compensated for whatever damage was done. Like the amount that they had to go through the first yeah. time, they just decided not to the second time, even though it was w- the situation was a lot worse. It's crazy, you know I mean? It's mad. It? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Did I... Oh, Anyone yeah. against you? Against me? No. I actually have... Oh. So there was something recently... I was eight weeks pregnant. This is how recent it was. Oh, yeah. I was coming over from getting my teeth done over in Smiles. Hashtag collab. Can't, can't be talking about Smiles. Can't be ta- doing the hashtag Jesus, collab. Can't be doing anything anymore. Oh, no. I'd be, I'd be reefed by a shy blogger, say. <laughs> um, but I was coming out, sorry, opening my Canada Coke. Getting <clears throat> her refreshments. Refreshments. 
coming out of the East Link Tollbridge and um, you know after Tollbridge the way it's all really yeah like kinda, no no one knows if they're coming a, or going it's a free for all yeah. it's a fucking free for all so two of, the, two of the lanes didn't have any markings on them but two of them kind of did yeah now I was in my lane um, and it was just as it merged just as it merged in okay so I yeah, was I'm, I'm painting a picture yeah I'm kind of at that part where all the cars are coming in together mm-hmm. a fella comes up in a truck now he is in his lane but like I said we're at the merging point so there's kind of no rules where we are yeah but he's behind me and oh so sunny I'm there I've nowhere to go the car's stopped I like the, the, it's an absolute traffic jam and the truck comes up and basically what happened it's very hard to explain it but basically what happened was he drove up alongside my car he was so close to my car oh, no. that he scraped up the whole side of it I had to beep my horn to let him know that he was even doing it because I was obviously one in his blind spot and two in a car he's in a truck he cannot feel what he is doing because his <sighs> vehicle is so big um, and by the time he actually stops his truck, my car is under his wheel arch because oh. the truck is so tall. So my car is actually stuck underneath his wheel arch and he's after coming up so far that I'm blocked in now. I'm on, on the driver's side, blocked in, cannot get out of the car. And he gets out and he comes around the corner and he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Completely blamed it on me. Here I was, oh my God, I haven't moved my car in five fucking minutes, pal. What are you? Hang on a minute. He was screaming at me. I couldn't get out of the car. He was after blocking me in. No remorse. Not like he just saw red and he's there screaming at me and I can't fucking go anywhere. And I am like, I'm eight weeks pregnant. I'm only finding out that I'm pregnant two weeks beforehand. And I'm fucking in a panic. Like, here I was, oh my God, did you know, doubting yourself. I was like, oh my God, did I crash into you? Did yeah. I? And then I was like, hang on a minute. You came up behind me. Yeah, I was supposed to say he was you behind you. You did this yeah. and I haven't moved the car in five minutes. This is not my fucking fault. Yeah. But the amount of back and forwards that he did... So we're there for a while, we're waiting on the guards or whatever, all the pictures were taken, an investigator got involved from my insurance company, your man is to blame, he's, like, there's no doubt about it, your man is to blame after what happened, like, CCTV and everything, he is to blame. Um, my car, it's not that damaged, I wasn't gonna go about fucking claiming bleeding thousands of them or anything, yeah. I would have liked, just because the boot is a bit dodgy now when you're opening it, and obviously... That's the car that I have to use when I have a baby. I'm going to be using it. Yeah, it's not going buggy. anywhere. That's yeah, your car. Like, do you know what I mean? I Any wa- collabs out there for a car uh, for 10? <laughs> I, w- I was kind of like, oh, that's going to be shit now if the fucking boot doesn't automatically go up when you open it. You know, if I have a, yeah. the baby in my yeah. hands and the buggy and all that sort Just of stuff. Just drop the baby on the floor. But I, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't claim because they were so fucking intimidating, Carla. Oh, you didn't claim no. the ends. No, I didn't, because they were so intimidating. What happened was, he works for his brother, your man. He works I for... I know there was a lot of back and forth, and wasn't there a lot of there screaming was, matches between yeah. him and Adam and a few bits and no, a few bobs. well, you see, he was... That's because he was really intimidating. Yeah. And God loved... There was a fella called Ronan. He was... Finished his work day. He was in a van with his mate, and they were coming up along the East Link Tollbridge, and they saw me. And this fella Ronan get, just gets out of the passenger seat. He tells his mate to go on. He's going to wait with me because he can see me crying and I'm on my own. 
Oh. How fucking Some cute. Some people are just decent humans. Oh my God, he was so nice. so nice. Like, he was so nice. And he waited there with me until Adam came up. And then I was kind of a little bit... Uh, like, obviously, I was very emotional and I was saying, oh, God, it's not even that the damage is that bad or that the situation is that bad. It, it was just the way that he reacted. Like, he scared the living Fuck shit out. out. Like, this man is in his 50s. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like angry he, 50s? Yeah, no. no, like, he really fucking intimidated me. And Adam, like, obviously, like, we're pregnant now. He's gone into full fucking daddy mode. He was like, I'll fucking kill you. Don't you be talking to my other half. Like, the fingless came out. Yeah, was, like, jumped out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, nothing happened. You shouldn't get violent or anything like that. But he was, he was sickened over the way that he was after treating me. Um, but your man waited with me that was really nice we waited on the guards all that was to blame but then like when I it was all said and done like we exchanged um, the the insurance he still wasn't like accepting liability I wasn't going to accept it because I I just knew that I wasn't at fault I was in my lane I hadn't moved the car he came up from behind me I knew that I wasn't at fault but at the same time, because of the way it went down and because of the way he intimidated me, and I knew that's what he was doing so that I wouldn't claim. I knew that's what his angle was. Yeah. If I intimidate her enough, she won't yeah. claim off me. And it fucking worked because the next day, oh yeah, this is what I was about to say. He worked for his brother. So the brother owns the company and the brother rang me and he rang me and he was really reasonable. And he was like, so listen, this is this is what your man is after telling me is after happening. What's your side of the story? And I told him. And then the venom came out. He was like, yeah, well, you're kind of to blame. Like, he said that you weren't in your lane. And I was like, sorry now, were you there? And he was like, no, I wasn't there. But no, I, I believe me, brother and all this. And I was like, hang on, I'm not going to continue this conversation with you. You weren't, were not there. You're taking the word of your brother. I fucking caught you are. Like, do you know, I was like, I'm not, I'm not engaging in this conversation. I, yeah. We can deal with the guards. Like, the guards were there. They saw everything. Like, they saw... Saw the scene. Cause, yeah, because we didn't move, like... Um, and then the investigator and all that. And even though the investigator said that I was in the right, I still didn't claim. My boots still fucked, like... Could you claim now? I think I can up until October, but to be honest with you, I just don't want the hassle. I, just, I really don't. Even though he's after getting his way and that, I, that annoys me, I know, like, mm. do you know what I mean? I wouldn't tend to be the type to take it lying down, but at the same time, I just not fucking, I don't want the hassle, like, do you know what I mean? Even though I'm in the right. I'd end the fucker. <sighs> it's just something about, it's the way, I think, like, Ireland itself has just such a wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of like thing when it comes to claims, I think. As in, like, they're like, go, get your bits, get your, get what you're worth, get get everything that you can, like... Yeah, yeah, you always hear people... Like, yeah, people being like, you can claim, claim for that. You can claim for that. Yeah. And it's become such a thing, but I think it's more the attitude about people being in the wrong and doing wrong. Mm. That's what fucks me off. Yeah. I don't know, like, it, we, obviously, we put it out there about, for people's opinions and yeah. uh, experience in this... Both in actual, like, genuine claims and false claims. Like, the reason... If you're if you're paying insurance, you've, basi- you've been affected by yeah. claim culture yeah. in Ireland, yeah. basically, because there's so many people that just do fake claim claims claim. and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely. Just give, a, give us a few uh, responses there, Carla. So, let me just load this bad boy up, right? I need to get mine as well. It's my phone. Where's your fucking phone? Um, 
So, hey girls, love the podcast. I myself have never made a claim, but it's terrible to say that I know more than one person who intentionally goes out looking for claims. For example, getting a friend to spill a drink on a supermarket aisle and then following along after them and slipping on it and making a claim, all because she wanted to get a boob job and couldn't afford it. (laughs) I find it mad that people can do something like that and sleep easy at night. Yeah. I also find that fucking mad. Oh my God, imagine. I wouldn't have the neck. The neck! The neck! Now, I actually would not have the neck. I have one here. My friend used to work with a girl who every two years would get people to come from up the north and come down, find a road with no cameras on it, but with other cars. She'd get these people to crash into her, drive off. She'd claim and pay them 30% of what she got. My friend was in the car with her once when it happened and was brought in for questioning by the insurance company to ask what she knew. It definitely does come back on them. She used to do that like every two years. It was a, it was a business for her. Yeah, but like, how would you be? Hi, I'm on this road again. And, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know, if it's an uninsured driver, you get your no claims back. Right. That's why people do it. Okay. I'm not trying to fucking spread this information, but uh, yeah, if it's you can do now, it takes it can take up to three years. But who would be willing to actually own up to? That, like, do you know what I mean? Well, if they drive off, they're never going to find the driver. That's the whole thing. Yeah. They never got, that's why she obviously goes to a road where there's no cameras. Yeah. And they drive off and they're sure that's that. Do you think, that's that on that. Do you think we should have, um, what's the words, um, like, compulsory, um, compulsory dash cams? I think Is that a thing in America? I think we should. Well, I don't know. It's a th- I know well, a I lot of people should. catch a lot of mad shit on their dash cams in America because you always see those things on Facebook, don't you? Yeah. Um, I think <sighs> dash cams to me kind of like remind me of, you know, your narky neighbour. Yeah. That would like put up a camera to make sure you weren't like fucking watering their flowers you know that kind of shit but nowadays I think in Ireland the issue is in in Ireland like I I was just looking up some statistics there we make four times the amount of whiplash and soft tissue claims more four times more than England and Wales Jesus and if you think of the population size oh god yeah yeah Yeah. you forget about the population size you forget about the population size and like you literally never see anybody floating around with whiplash I don't know what it, I've, I've actually <laughs> I've, never seen one. I've never met, I've a, never person met a person who's actually suffered with whiplash, but I'm sure there has been many. But I think I don't know what it is about Ireland. And I don't know if it's like just this thing that like it worked out for Pat down the road. So then Sherry decided to try it. Mm. And then once it worked out for Sherry, Pat, like fucking Patter decided to try it. And then. You know, it kind of just came from there. Like, I don't know where it stemmed from, mm. but it has like it's putting businesses out of business. business yeah. Out of practice. Like, and, and it's, it's it's putting my fucking insurance policy. Just stop. It, my insurance is going up and not down. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, if, it's so fucking annoying considering that when I first started driving, OK, it was about two and a half grand. It eventually, because I've been driving since 2008, so 11 years it eventually got down to I, the fact that I was paying like €340 Euro was the least I've ever paid. But I'm now back to paying €1,100 Euro for insurance. It's fucking mad, isn't it? €1,100. Euro. Yeah. I'm 32 for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm driving over 10 years. I've had me full licence for over 10 years. And I'm paying €1,100 Euro in insurance. And that's the cheapest I can get. Did you try Liberty? 
Liberty can fuck off. They gave me a great quote. <laughs> no, the, only, the cheapest one is Boxy Moan. Like, fuck off. I'm not a learner. Oh, like, no. With the box. You put the box, the box in the car. No, me arsed. No. Um, I think, so, basically, all this stem, the reason why we decided to do the podcast is, obviously, because claim culture is massive in Ireland, but also the news of Oktoberfest. So, I said this last week, but um, Oktoberfest will not be going ahead this year mm-hmm. as their claim went from two grand to 20k because of their insurance their insurance sorry their insurance went from two grand to 20k because of three people last year slipping falling and claiming and i think Mm. they were awarded up to 80 grand or something (gasps) yeah that's how bad it's gone so uh that was kind of what spurred us on i was just uh having a look there and spar in town you know the not the golden spar the one across from it Mm. beside the gaiety kind of area Um, their insurance has gone from four grand to 40 grand. And he said, if it goes up anymore, he will have to close the store. Oh God, yeah. Because people, he said, one guy ran in, was looking for change for the bus. They couldn't give it to him. He ran back out, slipped, fell, claimed. Another uh, fight was happening and the fight fell in and they cut their head on one of the things because the fight fell into their store, claimed. Uh, What? it's stuff like that it's that shit I'm like, like that that you're what? you're actually like what is wrong with you as a human being like how do you have your little manual out and you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with cars I think it's totally different we cannot fi- because of how expensive the motor industry is in Ireland we cannot afford to fix our cars without getting our insurance back like it, you it. just can't no like you're getting quoted nowadays fucking two grand to replace a key yeah it's it too much. It is. It's ridiculous. It's madness. Also, what pissed me off, and obviously it's a lot more complex than this, but it goes back to my logic and... In a recession, my car just print my money. <laughs> but then, <laughs> that's my logic on... The recession, like, if you're looking how to fix it. Yeah, yeah my simplistic lo- view on life. Oh, if it was only so easy. But what always pissed me off about insurance policies is that if you don't claim, why do you have to... St- pay a fucking policy n- number every year what do you mean like i pay say over my lifetime for car insurance i have p- paid well and above 20 grand oh yeah but like my first insurance policy was two and a half grand i've never claimed off my insurance policy why am i paying every year why doesn't everybody just have a set amount for themselves if they need it they can just get it back like, where is this whole thing, I have whiplash, I need 20 grand shit coming out of? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that wasn't a thing, you wouldn't get people doing it. I'm trying to, like, so you don't think you should have to pay insurance at all? No, not that I don't think you shouldn't. Like, I think you should have to pay insurance, but I think everybody should have kind of nearly like a savings thing. That that money is there for them. I know these businesses, they like insurance. Maybe I don't know if they, there was infrastructure there and they were state run, and they weren't fucking for profit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then it could work like that. Obviously, these businesses need to make money and they need to pay staff and all the the rest of it. But if it was done like that, if it was done that you pay into your, you invest into your own thing. Should something happen, I just think that'd be a lot. It's like a pension, do you know what I mean? Oh, I got you. So you're uh, you're talking about more like a for for like they'll give you some, you'll give them like it's kind of almost matched, and it comes out of like a bureau almost. Yeah, nearly like that. But I just don't see the point in me paying eleven hundred euro a year, each year, every year, year after year, <laughs> and I'm not claiming twelve years. Yeah, like I'm not fucking. 
not that I'm not benefiting. Obviously, it's it's going to be great if I do ever yeah. need it. But like, where's this whole thing coming coming out of? Like, oh, I broke my arm and I had to get a new car. Give me twenty grand. Well, Sammy, no, 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 no. You pay eleven hundred euro. You okay? You can't afford to get your hair fixed or whatever. They'll fix it for you. But it's because you've paid that money in. So yeah. you don't get an extra fucking twenty grand for the inconvenience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're, you've more of an issue with payout. The level yeah. of payout that some people get. Yeah, I just don't see the point. I don't see... I Like, if that wasn't there, it wouldn't fucking happen. Well, if it yeah. was a fairer system. There needs to be more regulations, Obviously, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I think that's uh, fucking what everybody thinks. But, like, this whole thing of... Oh, he fucking fell and, like, split his head open on a shelf in spare. He got 20 grand. Yeah, no, that's mad. It's ridiculous. I think, I don't, I really don't even, I think the government are trying to change that at the moment. They're trying to put like a separate process in so it doesn't just go case to court. There's mm. like case and then like looked at again and mm. then to court. But I think, I think that's the issue. I think it's the level of claims, the, oh, sorry, the level of claims that we make and the amount of money that gets paid out. Yeah. Like obviously in the news we had good L. Maria Bailey, um, which is a bit, <laughs> bit of background. If anybody doesn't know who she uh, is, uh, she made a claim against the Dean Hotel, which is where no, a very go popular... fucking well back there, no, Carly, well, for no, anybody who doesn't know. We'll state the facts. So she's a TD. Yeah. So she's a politician. She works for the government. She made a lawsuit against uh, the Dean Hotel, which is a very popular hotel over here. Um, they have a restaurant called Sophie's, and outside Sophie's, they have two, like, you know up to your knee wooden swings kind of thing it's to get a photo with selfies in the background you know little mixes perry took a photo with her fella there it's very gorgeous very inscramble but uh she unfortunately fell off the swing <laughs> and tried to sue i think it was for like 65k 60k, yeah. 60K 65k yeah. around that little number um proceeded to say that she couldn't run mm-hmm she Even damaged like, her she took part in the marathon arm, like yeah. five weeks later or something so she? she was holding a wine glass on her bag hence her falling off but she said that was that wasn't we didn't need to talk about that that was just you know a lady and doing her bits and then she tried to run or sorry she did, tried to run three weeks later she ran a mini marathon but mm-hmm. said she was out of work for five weeks due to her injuries of falling off the swing now I can't exactly remember in what order it happened, but someone picked up on the story, published the story. I think it was about to go to court. It was the local elections. That's a bad yeah. Alan. Yeah, it was local elections. And uh, poor El Maria just hasn't ever been able to recover since. No. And she dropped the claim as well. She had to drop the claim. She was basically put pressure on. She was also, de- uh, she was demoted, wasn't she? Leo demoted her. Uh, did he? Yeah, oh, he demoted her. She was, he- she was head of something and he demoted her. Well, yeah, because it was obviously horrific PR for his political party. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> basically she got stung. Mm. It was really bad. But then also when she was interviewed about it, she tried to kind of like backpedal and say it was. There was no uh, signs there to tell her how to use the swing. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. That was it. There and needed to be a sign up. So she obviously throughout her traumatic experience of falling off the said swing. The, the knee high swing. Just the knee high swing for her. And Insta- it's not even a swing. It's a rope and a plank. Yeah. You couldn't swing on it. For her Instagram photo. She in that time managed to scope the place out to yeah. make sure that there was no sign. Yeah. To tell her how to use <clears> the swing. With her glass of wine in her hand. A 40 something year old woman. No. What, what, yeah. What 40, yeah. I yeah. think she's in her 40s. Yeah. Yeah. How to use it. 
just there was no sign. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> obviously, like, oh fuck off, Maria! Jesus Christ! See, that's the shit. That's the shit that pisses me off. Yeah. If she did not, but if do she, you not think it went well? Because of how scarlet she is and the fact that, like, she's actually put into a box now. Yeah, but if there was no local elections, it would have never come out and she probably would be 60k richer. This is the thing. And she yeah. knew to go for 60k. Yeah. This is the what I'm saying. Well, she That's had a background in... Solic- she was a, her background Yeah, she was a barrister. Yeah, a barrister, But yeah. this is how... Oh, yeah. And she had um, experience in, like, injury yeah, claims. in injury claims. <laughs> so, like, if you have a fucking injury claims lawyer... Or solicitor or somebody definitely with experience in that background doing this shit. Mm. It's like, you know how much money you can get. This is where it's after getting to. You know you can get that so people are going to fucking do it. I just think if it wasn't an option, it wouldn't be done. People would be paying fairer policy prices. Like, do you know what I mean? Then innocently, if you do genuinely need them, that's what they're there for. But at the moment, I feel like I'm just paying into those fucking scroungers' pockets. Like, do you know what I mean? And I do totally get that. And I think, I think another thing about, you know, claim culture is people forget how much it's taking a toll on small Irish businesses and also little things like adventures and adventure centres and horse riding centres. Yeah. When you're paying those prices, lads, you're paying because of the insurance. You're not paying because they think their horse is worth fucking 30k. Yeah. You know, mm. when you're riding the Skillmaster Pony that's been there for 30 years, you don't think that they feel that. Yeah. It's because of the level of insurance. Yeah. Um, that's it. And uh, yeah, there is an awful yeah. lot of insurance. So Rathbeg and Lakes oh, Family sorry. Adventure Park in Meath has closed now for good. No, it hasn't. It's back open. Oh, did they get back open? They got back open. I t- did say this because uh, one of Adam's friends was, they were all planning on going up to Ratbeg and Lakes and I was like, is that not closed? Because I, I had heard that as well over insurance. And um, she was like, no, it's back open. So they're after coming to some sort of... It was 40k. The insurance for, for it. Oh, God. 40k. Yeah, so something's after been solved there because it is back open. But it did close last year and everybody thought it was for good. So, Gas. so something's after been sorted, sorted there. Well, then there you go. Here's me being like, and this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I have another one here. I had a fella cycle full speed down a hill into the front slash side of my car while I was waiting at a stop sign. Five months later, Ooh. he made a claim saying that I knocked him down. His injury report came back saying that he had no injuries, no loss of earnings, etc. But because he had a quote unquote witness, he got to pay out the money uh he got the payout money sending my insurance four times up from the normal price flash for cash it's a claim society we live in so he basically got somebody to say that he saw her happening and that's how he got away with it even though that's there was no injury if report. there's an injury report no fuck that no that's bullshit like i'm sorry but that's horse shit that, that he still got the money like yeah yeah i know it's uh, what the fuck like I've got a good one here. Okay. I work in motor claims for a large insurer. Oh, this was on the... I saw that DM earlier. And the claim culture is rife as ever. If anything, it's on the increase in the small to medium bracket, say 10 to 40k payouts. Serial claimers claiming rings have coughed that the larger ones cause more scrutiny, so they're going with less severe injuries. (sighs) Interesting. When we have a fraudulent claim, it can go three ways. One, throw a small sum of around 5k. They call them nuisance claims and hope they fuck off. So they still give them 5k even though they know their chances. Well, I suppose 5k and if you're paying 1100 a year, like, I mean, and you're one of 
thousands and thousands of people that you know I suppose 5k to them it's not really a lot in an insurance company I know but a lot to me if anybody wants to give them but (laughs) this is my problem that I'm that 1100 euro to me is Mm. a fucking lot oh no obviously it's a lot but I'm you have to think of it in the large scale of things like I one guy I went to school with got 150k from skiing resource now he fucked his leg yeah and he had to get some serious surgery done but like 150 grand I know it was a lot Mm. two Get investigators on them and let them know you have concerns and sometimes they do walk away. Okay. Interesting. Three, don't let on and let them continue in the lie and try to fight in court. These are usually the claims where we where have a lot of evidence on them either doing a staged accident, not injured, social media catches so many people out with oh, public pages God, yeah. or mixing up their story. <clears throat> if going to court, if we lose, we usually end up paying more than what the injuries would be as legal costs are ridiculous but we need to make a stance each insurer has a few people who will stalk all internet public presence so let's say you've done darkness into light your page might be private but that's a public page and people can be caught out given it sucks <gasps> oh my god I want that job <laughs> same for the local paper also get a load of tip offs from scorned women oh rats rats eh? also get a load of tip offs from scorned women on the insurance confidential line or from the older generation whoever hears a story in the pub or shops oh I love it that's you know, that is brilliant thank yeah, you that is brilliant thanks for that DM um, interestingly I put up a poll on my personal Insta earlier on and I just basically asked for people's I, I said, do you know anybody that has ever made a false claim? If so, what was the situation? Ooh. Was it a case of fake injury, etc.? Um, we're talking about claim culture on Ireland on the, the podcast. Second to that, and I put a poll up. Second to that, given that false claims contribute a lot to rising insurance costs, would you ever report a false claim if you had the proof? Um, now, that's only been up shit, two hours. Yeah. Uh, so I have 993 votes for yes. They would report it. But I have 812 for no. And like, keep keep in mind, I said you would have the proof. You know that they're false claiming. People would still. It's, it's rats neck, in. It's neck and neck. It's 55 to 45%. Rats in. Rats in. <laughs> rats in. No, no, no. Rats out. They oh, no, rats out. <laughs> like 45% of... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. People said that they still wouldn't rat. Oh, rat's out. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I... <sighs> Look, oh, I am, here, listen, I'm not going to fucking take the high road. I think it would depend yeah, on place, it, yeah. time, the fucking person. all that other shit. And the person. Yeah, the person too. How much of it a was serial? It was some little tick. Yeah. 
Yeah, best believe it. If they were a serial offender that was getting away with fucking murder, I probably would be like, right, enough's enough. You're getting caught now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they were a little prick, didn't deserve an absolute arsehole. If I knew somebody was doing it as a once-off, I probably wouldn't put my neck on the line to go and rat them out, to be honest. Even though I complain so much about rising insurance costs, I can see where those people are coming from. Why do you think we have a claim culture? For the exact reason that I said, because of what you can get. Yeah. But why, what, like, what do you think drives us to want, like, to lust after that kind of, like, got away with it, scot-free vibe? I I don't think it's got to do with got away with it, scot-free. I think it's got to do with these people think that it's a victimless crime. They think that they're getting this free money and there's no victims involved at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's coming from a it's company. A, yeah, I get you. I think it's it's a real stick it to the man, isn't yeah. it? It's like they've loads of money because yeah. it's a spar. Exactly. But then they don't know that that's a franchise or anything else like yeah. that. Now, have you ever been have you ever been in a situation where you've been like could have claimed, should have claimed? Well, the situation well, that was in that a couple one. of weeks ago. Well, not not even to get money. It was just to get the car fixed. But then, yeah, probably. It's funny how it comes to your head, though, isn't it? Like it just crosses over your mind, like. I was flying from Colombia up to oh, Costa Rica. Yeah. I was telling you about this earlier. And we were sitting down the very back of the plane. And one of the guy, they were shutting all the things. And then for some reason, he opened up all the above overhead. Head cab, overhead cabins. And um, they opened one and their safety manual dropped and landed on my head. Now... I was trying to describe it and the only way I can describe it is it was like a skybox smacking <laughs> on your head. Yeah. I was in complete shock and obviously it gave me some thump and you know that real unsettling thump where you yeah. don't really feel right for like an hour afterwards. Yeah. And they just picked it up and say anything your mom was like oh sorry and just put it back up. And me and Tom were just sitting there we were both in such shock. Yeah. Shock that it happened and shock that they just pretended like nothing had happened. Mm. But it was the shock on your man's face, the flight attendant's face as well. He knew he, he kind of like was like, uh, and then just picked it up. He obviously and put heard it back the thump. Was some knock, I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> My head was ringing. And we kind of got off the plane and I was like, Jesus Christ. And Tom was really annoyed. Yeah. But I remember I was just kind of like, oh my God. And he was like, you should have fucking claimed for that. Like, that was actually ridiculous the way he treated you he was like whatever about accidents happened but he was yeah. like it was the fact that he just picked it up put it back and just pretended like nothing happened yeah yeah he was like what if that hit you in the wrong place like what if you were knocked out how mm. would that kind of went ahead mm. but I was like oh language barrier all that other kind of stuff but looking back I'm like yeah fuck him <laughs> you know I mean? yeah yeah because it's more the treatment afterwards that really fucked me off. Yeah. Because like they came over and they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, mm. oh, gee, you know, you'd be like, yeah, don't, no, you know, Irish people, they're like, no, yeah. don't worry, don't yeah, you dare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for sitting here. <laughs> yeah. I'm the idiot. I'm here. I'm so stupid. But would you say that that has had a lasting effect on you as in you're traumatised um, you have no permanent brain damage. No, but I, I'm spiteful. But, okay, you see, <laughs> I'm this petty is, LaBelle. This is where I become and a wrong I want my pettiness to be pedified. This is where my whole thing with this is, if something, an injury has a lasting effect, a detrimental effect on the rest of your life, absolutely claim, get compensation for yeah. it. But like that, if something just fucks you off, piss off with the claim. 
True, and I totally, you know I, I mean? do to- totally get that. I think that was just one of those instances where I was like, oh, I could have, yeah, I could have, I could have, yeah, 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 could have claimed need, for that Avianca after- Airlines, you big stick it to the man corporation we're after fucking spending the savings oh, on this trip oh, we might as well get a bit back you know excuse you now <laughs> I could be getting a five star accommodation yeah. on you how dare you yeah. you crazy things yeah <laughs> the only thing that I do think it's like not right but it's something that people not a lot of people know about I find it so funny especially in Ireland when it's like clam blade and clam yeah is if you are <laughs> If your airline delays your flight for more than four hours, you are, you can get up to like, you can get a lot of money. What? Yeah, as cheap as 250 and as much as I think like 1500. What? Yeah. yeah. And nobody, and it's so funny because it happened to, Tom's mates were over here for a stag, poor things, and they got delayed from 9pm to 7am. Wow. And three of the lads claimed and one of them didn't. And he was just like, not worth the hassle. Don't want to do it. Not worth the hassle. Not ours. Not ours. Not ours. And I was like, fucking claim. They left you on a floor in the airport. Yeah. Nobody gave you any information. But there's all these little like companies that are like, ever had a delayed flight? Yeah. Come yeah, and yeah. talk to me. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? did you ever hear the ones? Have you been missile PPI? <laughs> but that's another thing. I remember like growing up, getting the skybox. Do you remember when you first got the skybox when yeah. you were younger? And like all the English, English channels, you're like, wow. Yeah. And for him, I love it. it so Injury cool. lawyers for you. you. <laughs> and it was like yeah. everything, every second ad I'd say was about insurance or yeah. claims. Ever had a trip at work that you felt wasn't your fault? How yeah. was it not your fault you tripped at work? <laughs> yeah 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 that's what I always wondered so I'm kind of like is that where people picked it up from was it like brainwashing from those ads yeah, yeah. in like 2004 I'm gonna they say they still happen uh, I don't oh, watch ads anymore they do still happen like well I, I don't I, watch any ads anymore I watch internet TV I don't watch um, that much TV anymore but when we, me and Adam lived in around like up in Summer Hill we yeah. kind of had telly on in the background you know they'd be doing our cleaning and you'd have yeah. your English stations mostly music stations MTV Babe and stuff station. like that yeah yeah, yeah. that as well Babe station. but like VH1 all that, you know the kind yeah. of music stations and I like that every single second ad is for either pensions or injury lawyers for you it's all about that but it's at the same time and I get it compensate for loss of earnings or you know a, a short term thing mm-hmm. but don't go claiming 50 fucking grand mm. because something fucked you off yeah or, or, yeah. or you got a bit of a even headache. that whole thing of being okay I would imagine they were fuming to be delayed from 9 until 7 you would be fuming and if you were to miss out on a wedding or if you were to miss out on work for that yeah. then compensate for that but at the same, the same time what fucking effect does that have on you for the rest of your life fuck all why are yeah. they paying out so much money like I do get that and I think it's funny have you ever heard like of um, like any group incidents a group no so one of my friends was actually involved in one her and her friends I think they were 12 or 13 they're at the bus stop about to hop on the bus obviously and a guy came up onto the curb and knocked them all over mm. now she was the last in the line okay do you get me like so she was the back the back of the queue yeah so say if there was four or five of them that got knocked down she was the least injured yeah but the most injured girl had to have a hysterectomy oh my god 13 years old like had to like it fucked her oh. now she got a lot of quid well deserved 
oh yeah deserved and uh, apparently it was really bad because like his wife came obviously and was like he's epileptic he's not supposed to be oh, driving the car Christ, and like you know it was just it, I think it was more the fact that she was just so yeah shook felt guilty as and well and felt probably. guilty and yeah. I think he was just going around the corner oh Jesus I think he was just going from like here to the shop kind of vibe yeah. I don't think he was like off on his big like scoot and boot I think he just was yeah. like I'm gonna just float up here to the shops yeah and my friend was the very last in the queue and I think she got 20k Right. And she got like she had like a cut and a sprained ankle. Okay. You know? But then is that just because of the trauma of what she had seen and the trauma of being in that accident? Yeah, and like yeah, I get you know, it's but kind this, of this is what I'm talking about though, detrimental effects on the rest of your life. Like say even for instance that crash that I was in pissed to bed for years after it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that did obviously have an effect on me. Like my mad didn't bring me to a psychologist for the fucking for for a show. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it did have so like that was why why that money was there for when I was eighteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. That girl, if she had any sort of psychological so, damage, damaged, yeah. like after it, twenty k is probably fucking nothing. Well, I think you know also I mean? uh, you have to think about like the parents. Like imagine her mum yeah. up the walls. Yeah, wouldn't she be? You'd be like, you wouldn't let your kid leave the walls. house. You'd be so, yeah. you'd be so all over the gaff. Yeah, so all over the gaff. Yeah, yeah. I've got one here, and it's funny because it's just what you're you're going back on, uh, just about like if it's not detrimental to the end of your life. Hi, I made a claim against Aldi when a staff member accused me of stealing a full trolley of food, screamed at me as I walked out the door and then refused to look at my receipt when she realised she was she had done wrong. I was humiliated. Humiliated. Mm. So what do you think about claiming in those kind of... Mm. It depends on how much the claim was. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but, and I will say this, it goes back to uh, fuck off claiming because you're pissed off do you know what I mean obviously I would hate to be in that situation I would hate to be like humiliated it would be fucking humiliated I'd be scarlet, and you would yeah. want to get your back up and be like well fuck you again stick and I think it to also because you're like Aldi fuck you yeah stick yeah. it to the man that kind of thing I do get that but like if she got anywhere up from a thousand euro I'm like this is where why claim culture is there it's because funny. people know that they can. Do you know what I mean? It's funny, isn't it? Because oh, another one of my friends worked in River Island and they had no security. So they had to like, you know, catch people thieving yeah. themselves. And obviously when you're in it, you know, it doesn't matter where you work. You get you get real in, like precious about your stuff, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, yeah. But she said a lot of people used to come in, they'd order shoes, they'd collect them and they'd take no box. <gasps> well. So they'd walk out the door and try to get caught. Oh. Yeah. So that you'd accuse them. So you'd accuse them. Yeah. And one time she followed one out and she was on the phone and they'd gotten to the, you know, the centre. So River Island is like, yeah. you know, it's not that far before the doors. So they'd gotten all the way to the doors and she had gotten the security. Because obviously by the time you twig them and you clock them and you get the security or you get this centre security or something else and mm. all that other kind of shit. She had gotten to the door and... um she was like, hold on a second. She was on the phone and she's like, hold on a second. They're after doing it again. The fucking ticks. She's like, here's my receipt. Yeah, yeah you'll be getting a claim from me. What? Yeah. Like blatant as day. Oh my Excuse God. Excuse me, Robin. My friend on the phone, who can hear you? <gasps> the witness. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what do you think of that on that? That's so fucking annoying. But then like caused, it was like screaming at her in her face. So obviously she got a bit of a shock because she was like, oh my God, I'm so scarlet. I thought yeah. that I was, you know. 
I thought then, it was doing good. Like, yeah. I just thought it was... So it kind of brings it back because you're like, why be arsed? Like, if you see someone robbing from a shop, fucking let them at it, you know? Where but you do we... get so, don't you? Well, at the same time as well, you don't want to... I fucking hate, because I obviously work in a retail environment, I hate when people pull the wool over our eyes. Isn't it mad, isn't it? It's like, so like, annoying. Oh. It's not even that, like... Th- the lads they have insurance for like now we've been held up a couple of times in that case I fucking bail when we're held up we're told just fucking let them take what they want give them the money do you know what yeah. I mean? just get them the yeah. fuck out your you know your well being is far from yeah, do you know what I mean yeah. run into the fucking stock room wait until they leave do you know what I mean but when somebody comes in and they have the fucking the freezer bag in their tote bag and they're shoving everything in and then it's not until they leave and you realise you do be fucking fumed. Is it? Why do we get so angry? Because they, they're looking, you know that they're looking at you going, you fucking tick you. So it's pride again? I think it is, yeah. So you would claim an Aldi? <laughs> no. <laughs> you no. fucking would. No, well, I... You will claim a River Island for I, the shoes. I'd look for a fucking apology anyway if I was ever accused of robbing. Because I have been, like, sometimes when I go into a shop with me hair up and a home bun, no makeup on and a tracksuit, I am followed around. Oh, here, I get followed around all the time and I always make a loud call. And I'm like, yeah, there's just some fucking security guard currently just tailing oh, me. It's a bit awkward. I always do it. I'll call, like, Tom and Tom's, a great like, idea. Tom's like, not again, not a fucking again. He's like, so embarrassing. He's so fucking embarrassing. Because he's like, just like, shut up. He's like, put up and shut up very much about these things. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just being followed around again it's really embarrassing I don't really know why they're doing it yeah I'm wearing a tracksuit but I'm also nearly 30 years old yeah. <laughs> with a job that I'm quite happy and I don't really need to steal these tampons yeah. thank you yeah though for making this shopping experience what it's what it's about really I'm making it luxurious thank you so much and then they always fuck off they, they never do they ever say on me they're always oh, like because oh, oh, fuck okay. I get it I do look like an absolute yeah well and they're only doing their job at the end of the day as well because at the, at the same time I work in a retail environment I can tell when somebody is walking through the door if they're going to steal or not I can tell what type of person that they are by how they look and that's you ever really asked someone judgmental. like put that back yeah oh yeah. I love them stories I did <laughs> could you put I, that back uh, please, sir I was there see I don't want to speak too much about my job anyway look I was there I was behind the counter they, we had the you know the the beepy stickers sort mm-hmm. of like barcodes but they're actually magnetised so that when they walk out the door it goes beep 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 so it alerts us but they were trying to take them off they had these big fucking long nails on them trying to take them and I could hear them scratching they were real techni- techniques uh, makeup brushes and they were there and they kept looking at me they were making it so obvious they weren't yeah, doing a good job like, please stop doing that they weren't doing a good job and I turned around to them and I was like girls I can fucking see it stop <laughs> well they just kind of dropped it and walked off and I think they still got stuff that day but they didn't get the real techniques brushes that I caught them with so. it's so funny isn't it because the amount of kids that steal Oh, stop. No, these weren't kids. No, were. but like, you know, when you go, like, you know, when you go into a shop, like, with, like obviously I don't have kids, but. A confectionery shop. Like, yeah, like, sweet and shop. they rob sweets. <laughs> and you're kind of like, ah. where the fuck did you get that? But it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking scarlet, but you're also pissing yourself. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah. where the fuck did you get that? Or they rob a teddy. And oh you wouldn't God. suspect it because it's just like a kid and their mum. So, yeah. so you're like, too busy looking at the fucking adults and this is young ones after fucking fleeing the gaff. Oh, that, that's another thing as well, though. Uh, a lot of, and I obviously I'm not tearing everybody in this culture with the same brush. I think Romanians even fucking hate these people, but Roma gypsies, the ones, the career 
thieves um, come in and they basically get their kids to do everything, run under their skirts. Really sad. It's so sad. But it happens every day of the week. Every single day of the week. And I'm exclusively talking about Roma gypsies here. <laughs> Just in case you wanted Just, to know what she was talking yeah, about. It was Roma exactly, gypsies. That's exactly who she's talking about. Roma gypsies are the thieves. The career thieves. The career thieves. Um, <clears throat> what do you feel about... Oh, then what was I going to say? Lads, we're getting so many bleeding, bleeding text messages in. Jesus. Can't even keep up here. So I was in a crash. Someone sideswiped me on a roundabout. Still suffering nearly four years later with soft tissue damage. Oof. People don't believe you when you save injuries. I'd get, I'd give anything for it not to have happened. It's not like the money fixes the pain and the injury. Don't agree with false yeah. claims. It makes genuine ones more difficult to believe. Which I do get it because people Very be like, ah, oh, you whiplash, do you? And what if you did have whiplash well, in your like brace? Well, like we did like... say that earlier on, you never see anybody rocking around with whiplash, but it's not to say that they don't have it. And obviously there are genuine people out there and you don't want to take away from them. But like the, the false claims, it, it just does do it. All right, Carla's in shock here. Go on, read I got a out. juicy. All right, go on. I got juicy Lucy. Hey girls, love the podcast. A girl I know through my brother was caught putting in for false claims. Okay. They were slamming on their brakes in front of vehicles and claiming for all sorts and then heading off on cruises left, right and centre with the money. Oh, God. They were brought to court after their last one was her and her partner's pick was in the paper and they were named and shamed. Now, it's awful because they have two kids and one is 15. So no doubt people knew. Mm. But still, they got away with so many. <laughs> oh, God. I've actually ah. heard that. I've seen that in the paper a few times where a couple... They don't have um, the same sore name. How were they found out? They were in a relationship on Facebook. That's how they were found oh, out. Fuck. So oh. it was a couple. Um, they both had separate cars, had separate addresses, separate like their boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, but like that, they had set up this whole thing. Oh, so this was like their crashing. their job. Yeah, their job was to actually scam people yeah. out of it for claims. Well, no, but in, into each other. They were crashing into each other. No. Yeah. Like they had gotten gotten away with it once or twice over the last seven years or something like that, but like that one of these people and I'm sorry, I want a fucking job in that. By the way, I want to be an investigator for a really. Team. That's yeah. your dream job. I'm not an actor anymore. I'd love to be fucking going through the social media and catching them all out. But uh, I think it would annoy me too much. Like that, um, somebody was after going through the social media and saw that they used to be in a relationship together. I... So like that's how they got caught, and that's how. Like they were told, like basically found out as scammers. What a scream. Yeah, I know. Really fucking annoying as well. Like when I see shit like that, pisses the life out of me. Well, listen to this one. <laughs> I've never claimed a friend fell last year. No injuries, no lasting issues. Was on phone to solicitors before the day was out and got 25 grand. Sickened. This is what I mean. It's free money. People know that they can get it. That's why claim culture is what it is today. And then people don't feel like there's no guilt from that person now because they feel like it's a victimless thing. They're just getting free money. It is a victim. Like they do feel like it's a victimless crime, but it comes back on them eventually. It comes back on them eventually and it comes back on every single person that pays a policy to that insurance company. Yeah, definitely. But I think when it's... It's so hard to kind of like put it into context, isn't it? When you're like, when you don't see, it's like a... That's what I mean. Like it, that's what I'm saying by victimless. Yeah, crime. Crime. They, yeah. uh, they're, but they're not even thinking of it as a crime. They're probably thinking that they're entitled to it. Oh, I've had a hard life. 
I might as well do this. I, I never do anything like this. Do you know what I mean? They're probably going, oh, no, I'm, I'm really innocent. I never do anything like this. Could do it with a bit of money. Like, It's funny, isn't it? Because then you've other people. I've one here. Claim culture is alive and well. I broke my kneecap. Oof. Oh. Four years ago at a music festival, I was knocked over by someone being chased by security. And first thing most people said to me after that was, you could claim for that. Not even a how are you. It was the <gasps> furthest thing from my mind. It completely baffled me. Yeah. You broke your kneecap. Yeah, that's fucking horrendous. Because of security as well. Yeah, because of if it's like, like your that, knee will probably mm. never be the like. Sorry to say it, but your knee will probably never be the same. Leg injuries rarely are the same. Mm. Maybe look into that. <clears throat> yeah, I have one here. My mom was involved in a collision where she clipped a cyclist. No injuries, just to hit, just hit the wing mirror. All was fine. Hospital bill paid for damage to bike and all new cycling gear got from as well. Texting regularly. Something changed then and he got solicitors involved. <laughs> Dad actually knew him from cycling and he was up on the oh yeah, he was up on the bike the following day. He then claimed he was thrown up onto the roof and had suffered back pain. Insurance won't wouldn't fight the case for some reason. He got twenty two K for exaggerating his story. Mad, isn't it? But that as well, uh, that my mum always says to me. If you're ever in a collision or anything like that, make sure that you get there and sure, even if they said that they're not going to claim off yeah. you, make sure that you get all the details because you can't trust a fucking soul because so many people, six months down the line, yeah. when you've forgotten all about it and you're completely blindsided by it, that's when they'll go after you. It's funny, isn't it? Because again, going back to my original stories, I remember I was in a, a car with one of my friends and she was such a and I remember I was so jealous because she was such a reckless driver and obviously I was quite careful and I was the one who was done for the fucking crashes yeah and she went in we were in Blanche we were parking in the space and she just went boom into the car in front of her totally overshot it yeah and sure wasn't your man in the van <gasps> yeah so he hopped out and he was kind of just a bit in shock he was like and we were like oh Jesus God yeah. but he had a look at his bumper and was like don't worry about it girls no issues here yeah and I was like, for, now if that was me in the fucking car, I'd bet you anything they fucking see me fucking raging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. I wouldn't trust somebody like that. I would insist on getting exchanging details. See, and again, soon after my few issues, my yeah. mum, she got a brand, I'll never forget it. She got a brand new, oh, I hated that car so much. It was a convertible Megane. Okay. And I was like, why did you get a convertible fucking Megane? Like... <laughs> In silver, my most hated colour. But uh, she was in Castlenock Spire, notorious for tight parking. And a guy uh, reversed into her, mm. scratched it. But he came out and he was like, she said he was white. Like, absolutely in such shock. And he was like, he didn't have a lot of English. Mm. And he was just like, she was like, he was as pale as a ghost. Like, white, 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 white. And he was just so devastated. Aww. And he was like, oh my God. And she was like, here, don't worry. Just relax. Just relax. Let's chill out. Let's have a look. Like, let's mm. see what the crack is. We'll be fine. And it turned out like he didn't really have a lot of money and that's why he was freaked out. And he was uh. like, I think he was in between jobs and there was a lot of like issues because she said his car was very old and very bashed. She uh. said it was like a, like 92 Toyota Corolla. And it was like absolutely hanging apart. And yeah. she was just like, let me just, she went to one of her mates, her mates patched it up, 200 quid, gone. She yeah. was like, Grant, we'll never talk about it again. She's like, 200 quid, don't have to, don't have to. And he was like, he sent her flowers and ah. 
bless You know, because she was just like, at the end of the day, it's not as if you took my fucking rear bumper off. It's not yeah, as if you yeah. absolutely fucked the car. It was just a bit annoying because the car was brand new. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then another one, my dad's friends, funny enough, he owns a garage, but he reversed my dad's Jeep into a massive pole. Oh. And there was a huge chunk taken out of the Jeep, but Ray never did anything. Yeah. She's like, oh, well. I was like, could you, he owns a fucking garage. Could he not, like, maybe got the panel beater out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just never did anything about it. It was just funny. It was just this big dint in the back of the car. Yeah. See, there are, there are like, there's two different peop- types of people yeah. in those situations. There is no in-between, apparently. <laughs> I have another one here. I work in the courts and all the claims made for the minors are investigated by my office. The child can then... Oh, invested. Yeah, that makes sense then. Invested by my office. The child can then request the funds when they turn 18. Some children have five and six different cases due to their parents claiming for everything as they view it as easy money. Judges are awarding far too much money for silly claims. If someone's life has changed or needs a lot of care, etc., then claim by all means, which is what we said earlier on. But getting awarded 40k because your child fell in the playground is ridiculous. There is no penalty for making false claims, which there should be, which is interesting. Um, that is interesting. That is interesting. I didn't realise that. Uh, there was something a few weeks ago about insurance companies exaggerating the amount of false claims. If I can find it, I'll send it on. Um, which might not be able to send that before we finish up here tonight, but... That's a bit worse. Interesting, because I yeah. saw it on one of the Maz, you know, the Maz groups. Yeah. It was in a non-posted, and it was from a woman, and she was just basically saying, I can't remember, it was a playground, I think it was a playground injury. Mm. And she was just saying, uh, basically, your daughter, something happened, they took proper care of her, they came over, immediately checked if she was okay. Mm. Or Sorry, no, I remember it. Someone... Her, they were playing her and a little boy. The little boy hit her with a sword, I think like a something or other mm. sword, and she ended up getting a gash on her forehead. The parents found out, came over, really apologetic, mm. like really kind of whatever else like that. She went, she got her little stitches, everything else like that. She was totally fine. And then she finished it up by being like, should I put a claim in? <gasps> and everybody was like, why the fuck would you put a claim in? But it was real like, now... It was the way that she was even writing it. She was like, no, they were like totally she- fine. They came over. They made sure she was okay. They asked all the right questions. We went to the hospital. The hospital said she was totally fine. She got like, maybe, I don't even think she might not have even got a stitch. She was just bleeding at the head. She got double checked. She got checked over. Should I make a claim? Ah, uh, st- people like you, if you're listening, mad. you are the fucking problem. But I remember I was reading it and I was like, where's the catch? Where's the catch? You know, and you're mm. like, okay, where's the catch? And everybody in the comments was like, so you're telling me that it was the perfect crime that it was everything was <laughs> totally fine but you're wondering and no wonder you're posting it as anonymous yeah should you make a claim they're like fucking no children get hurt they fuck around they do yeah. stupid stuff there's nothing wrong with her so and you're saying there's and she was like I mean there's absolutely nothing wrong with my daughter now should I make a claim that's just it was mad do you think that's a fucking the admin winding people up sometimes I think they put in dramatic posts yeah, in there just to get a bit of fucking <laughs> they sit at home and they google it like um, what I was going to say to you I don't understand people claiming in a fucking playground like it's a jungle gym I think when it I comes can, to people's kids they're so yeah OTT like if, if <clears> the slide is broke or there's a nail hanging out or something or one of those slabs oh, are like nail. proper three inches above the rest that's gonna cause somebody to fall then I understand it I can't understand people just claiming when their kid falls off the top step of the ladder like don't let your kid up there 
if rough we're... enough. I'll tell you a story, right? <laughs> I'll tell you a story. So, when I was younger, I was in the tennis club, I was six. Yeah. Um, we were in the tennis club, Castanock Tennis Club, and downstairs in the reception area, we're all hanging out there. And there was a big bottle of seven, you know, like under the desks, there was a big reception yeah. desk and under the reception desk, there was loads of other random shit. And there was a big bottle of seven up. Mm. I was like buzzing, found a bottle of seven up, took a big swig. It was actually white spirits. Oh. Spent the night in Temple Street. Wow. Was totally fine. Yeah. Grant. Like obviously nothing happened because mm-hmm. that was back in the day. But like nowadays, would that be something that people would claim for? Saying that it was kind of negligence on their behalf having white spirits in a 7-Up bottle in an open area in public? Oh uh, yeah, but that's a health and safety issue. No matter what the year is, I think. <laughs> like, there shouldn't be white spirits in a fucking I think my mum was just thick that I took her away from the session, to be honest. Because yeah. I was fine, but all her mates were like, take her to the hospital. And I was grand. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have to flush me. They didn't have to do anything. But I mean, I took a massive gulp. And I was like, I don't think that 7-Up's right. And one of the older kids was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's thinking and she like rushed me upstairs and was like, uh, do you want to get started? I was like, I'm fine. Everything's yeah. grand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know. Yeah. V bad. No, that's, that, I don't think <clears> that happened in the forest place. And if it did, eh. Like that. Oh, I don't know. Well, See, it's weird, isn't it? But then when it comes yeah. to, when it comes to people's kids, I do get it. Like they are protective. Of course. Yeah. Of at course the same time, like I was grand. I was yeah. totally fine. They kept me in overnight. Turned out I was fine. But like tennis club could have got and I wouldn't mind they they got a hefty paycheck from the M fifty. Mm. So that could have been in my pocket. But um <laughs> just saying. Have one here. Oh god. Uh keep me in on <clears throat> long story, bought my first car from a very reputable and expensive garage. Take it back to be serviced a few months later. Doing the right thing, mind the car, take it back for the service. All is good. Car gets signed off and given back to me. Head home, 40 minute drive with my cousin in the car. We both start to get a headache and we think it's because we're hungry. Not too bad. Then we feel like we're going to pass out, so I pull over. As soon as the engine stops, there's oil coming back through the vents and all down the front grille of the car. Ring the service line, explain there seems to be no oil cap on the tank. They tell me not to start the car as it could go on fire and come pick, and they'll come pick it up, leaving us stranded. By this time, we're both sick and vomiting. At the side of the fucking road. Mother takes us into the hospital. We have to have blood taken from the artery in our wrists. Uh, It's the worst pain I've ever been in. Jesus. I fainted twice getting it done. Turns out we had more carbon monoxide in our system than if we had been in a house fire. Yes, carbon monoxide poisoning from the car. I emailed them the next day to explain. They apologise in writing and say sorry. Being young, I just wanted them to extend my warranty and assure me that the car was okay since I just bought the bloody thing. Then they wouldn't play ball. Gave me the car back. I crashed into a ditch two days later because elect. Oh my god, you poor thing. Because electrics break and steering went. Little alarm goes on in the dash saying electronic failure. I was sitting in the front of the car for three hours before they could come and get it because I couldn't start the car for heating. It was fucked. Tried to play ball again and asked for the, for them to assure me it would be okay and they wouldn't. So I had to take them to court because I was terrified to drive the car. They thought because I was young they could just scare me off. Yeah. Once I ser- served. Oh God, once served, I started getting threatening phone calls from one of their employees and even one of them came to my workplace. Yeah, what did I get? 12K. 12 fucking K. You deserve more, to be honest. Now, for me, it wasn't about the money. If they had swapped the car, extended the warranty like I asked for the five years I was paying for it, I would have been more than happy. But yeah. no, I almost died. I was about to say it was more. That was very yeah. life threatening twice. You crashed. And he'd got sick on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. All and carbon monoxide, of, for fuck's sake. All because of the car. 
almost died so did my cousin they treated me like shit and intimidated me I had to trade the car after and carry the finance because I was ter- oh my god because I was terrified to drive it people slip in Tesco and get 70 grand for it not a bother on them but I, fu- I got fuck all to this day when I get my car service now I double check the oil cap before I drive it and if I smell anything funny I have to pull over and check even on the motorway claim culture has gone to the dogs here it's actually a joke and for people of genuine cases they get nothing I never wanted to sue because all they say is you'll have no, you'll never have luck for it. But I have no choice when they kept saying the car was fine, but it wasn't. Oh God, that is absolutely That's fucked. That's really rough. Why wouldn't they just guarantee it for her? Because well, obviously the car because the car was fucked. But like, why wouldn't they just replace it for her? The car was obviously dodgy. But at the same time. There's a because of the claim culture in Ireland, it's probably, the liability. People mm. will not take the liability. Look at what happened with the BMW recalls. Mm. One of my friends' car has been pulled back now seven times into the garage. They keep sending her back out, pulling it back in, sending it back out. She's left without a car every single time. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. But they won't accept any more liability. So they're just like, yeah, no, it's fine now, it's fine now, it's fine. And then, like, you're kind of given a timeline. It's like, right, well, it's not fine now. I need it back into the garage. And you're fucked, like. Yeah. It's not normal. Like, you understand human error. Well, do you? I Like, that I had heard the story before and obviously don't know word for word, but um, similar story. They brought in their car in for a service. I think they were to get the tyres replaced. And whatever mechanic it was didn't tighten the, oh, the nuts properly. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, like they're supposed to put them on and then you hear the wow, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They didn't do that, whatever it was. Um, and we are so scientific. They were tra- that, that wasn't even a good impression of it. Wow. That was like a cat. But the, this person, it was a fella that uh, used to hang around one of the lads. I used to, uh, a friend of a friend. But he, like that, they didn't tighten the nuts on the car properly and he was thrown in the corner and his car f- basically fell. Apart. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> it just fell like a fucking child would fall off a corp. Like it's, it just, it was the front tyres, like the car fell. And like that was down to human error. I can't remember what the outcome of that was, but like this shit like that does happen. Do you know what I mean? It's funny because he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Well, that's not even like he was. They this well, was back just in the day. Imagine turning the corner and being a bam 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 bam. Yeah. Nope. Back in the day, like we used to all have like the the cars that we used to fucking mm. have back in the day. We all used to go on convoys. We were the gang that all had our own cars. Do you know what I mean? Honda keep... Civic or what? And uh, what was I think might have been? Do you have a star? What <laughs> might have been a Skyline? Do you have a little Mitsubishi Cubs? I think it was a Skyline, actually. Ah, yeah, no, it's a, yeah, proper... Uh, Betsy Goods. By racers car, but shit like that does happen. And it's down to human error. And, like, kind of feel like if I was a young fla and I was putting all that money into souping up my hair, I probably would fucking sue the bollocks out of them for, like, that negligence. You know yeah, I mean? true. And I mean, if you were mad into your car, your car is, like, essentially now part of the curb. Mm. Like, she done. She gone. She gone. Mm. She got away. Um, I think, yeah, I think uh, there's loads of, like, there's fucking loads here. Apparently, everybody's been affected by yeah. it somehow, way, shape, or form. Yeah. But as in, in the way that they know someone or have made a claim or anything mm. along those lines. I think just, it all kind of boils down to the fact that, like, when, when will the government actually realise that there needs to be a regulation? Is it going to go as far as, like, this whole landlord bullshit where they just basically let them away with fucking charging what they want, when they want, how they want? Or are we going to, like have Ireland on its knees why is it that we have to let things go on their fucking knees why is there no infrastructure in the first place it's just 
Why are we still living here, Carla? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it all. I think. I, what do you think about, uh, though, especially in motor, motor in terms, about compulsory, and not even that you'd have to go out and buy it yourself, but like government issued dash cams or even CCTV on, I know there's like the whole privacy thing and nobody wants GDPR. to do GDPR. <laughs> yeah, GDPR, I don't want to feel like you're being watched all the time, but CCTV everywhere so you can't get away with that shit. Because you do have people that disconnect their fucking brake lights so that they can break in front of you and you smack into the back of them like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Shit like this happens every single day. It is crazy. I, I don't know, like I do get the whole dash cam vibe. Yeah. I think it'll probably become built into cars. Yeah. It should. Yeah, I think it will. It will eventually get there. Like it'll be kind of like, you know, that I think it will go that way. I just, it just seems like one of those really extreme things though, doesn't it? Like, it's like you need a fucking mm. dash cam because that's how wild people are. When it comes to motor claims, I think everybody knows you go into the back of them, it doesn't matter. But like, I do think that's a fucking bogey rule too. Mm. Someone comes into the back of you and you're like, yeah, but what if you're actually stopped? Like, yeah, you're after or what if something's like, yeah, what if something lights. like, what if something actually, you know, it's not really your fault, I, mm. but you get me. So I do think there's a lot of that. But then, oh, I don't know, it's such a complicated matter and I do get it, but I just think it's gone far too far. It's like people fucking slipping at Oktoberfest and just being like, I'm going to actually say I'm getting like 25 grand. Yeah. And 60 grand yeah, and yeah. 50 grand and all this other shit. But it's also solicitors. I think it's like a, there's loads of legs to this. Do you yeah. get me? Mm-hmm. Because solicitors are obviously going to push for it. They're going to get a reward from the Absolutely. legal fees. Keeps their world going around. Yeah. You know? insurance like I will say just from dealing with insurance companies before there it's a lot of stress and a lot of hassle mm. so I can understand why a lot of people do drop their cases yeah because you're just like fuck it for the two grand I'll just pay it myself yeah so I do I can see that kind of side of things I just mm. think it could just be simplified so much more if there was legislation put in and regulation yeah you know it would also create jobs definitely absolutely I agree um, I think we have a few too many messages to be reading out now on this one. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we're hitting 120 yeah. here. I don't want to bore your fucking arse out now. Yeah, I think uh, I think that might be all I really have to say on the issue because I'm actually getting really wound up and it's a Friday night and I want to be up to sleep tonight. Yeah, I'm an Aperol Thank you so much. What are we talking about next week, Carla? So next week we're going to talk about Brand Boom. Brand Boom. Brand boom. PR agencies, oversaturation of fucking tan and eyelashes. <laughs> all that Internet s- brands. All that stuff. Um, basically, we're going to be talking about how, like, not so much about retail, but about how much brands have kind of taken over, how easy it is or how hard it is to set up brands. Um, you know, little things that come with it. Everything along those lines. We want to hear your opinions on it. Do you love the fact that everything's really accessible now because there's so many different internet brands? Do you love the fact that everyone's kind of like, you know, it's not so... Not that it's not so hard to set up a business nowadays, but there's a lot more accessibility when it comes to information. Is it accessibility or is it oversaturation, though? (laughs) Jen's literally like, fucking oversaturation, yeah. Um, So that's what we're going to be discussing. So give us your thoughts. Do you feel like it's an oversaturated market? Do you feel like everyone in their nan has a brand, has Mm. a thing going on? Do you feel like there should be some kind of, I'm not going to say barrier, but I'm going to say some kind of, you know, regulation when it comes to what it has to be to set up. Yeah. 
yeah certain things do you know of some epic irish brands that you want to give a little yeah. shout out to please let us know we would love to give them a shout out on our page and also on the podcast um something that you feel like doesn't get enough value yeah. i suppose that it should because it's a really good idea yeah and let us know what you think of um brands ethics as well because you'll often see brands sponsoring or partnering up with different things like podcasts yeah yeah, yeah. let mm-hmm. us know what you think of um like these aren't necessarily like it doesn't have to be a beauty brand it could be like no. a restaurant brand or a franchise of you know what i mean like those random shit brands uh, so let us know your thoughts on it. You can text WhatsApp us on 085-725-2127 or DM us on the Insta to the Unpopular Opinion 2019. Yes, basically. Um, also, thank you so much for all the love on our pod with Finula. Oh yeah, that was a really good one. Our first guest. Our first guest. We could have kept going for uh, ever and a day. Our <laughs> studio was way too comfy. Studio was way too comfy. We were back in Ray's house, unfortunately, for the moment, but you never know, guys. So, thanks, Emil. Just thought I'd say that at the end. If you reach this far, well done. Mm-hmm. A lot of bitching and moaning today. Yeah. Hope we haven't pissed it off too much. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns